Hello and welcome to the 11th installment of the Synapse Misfire podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and our co-host, Jordan. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Chris, I have a question. When are we going to stop with the nth sound uh, for the, the title? Because what happens when we're at the 101st? Are you going to say the 101st installment? Yeah. Is it, yeah? Yeah. Huh. I'm looking forward to that day. That's what I'm going to do. Welcome to the 575th installment of... Yeah, if we if we're not dead by then. Good point. Um, yeah, I'm your co-host. Also, the the less the less funny guy on the show, <laughs> clearly. Yeah, <laughs> or we have the least funny guy on the show, Chunk the Cat, who's Chunk, just uh, sitting there. Chunk, what do you have to say for yourself? All right, very good. He moved his ears. He knows we're talking about so him, but he, he doesn't want to look at ears. us. He did move his ears. However, don't credit him that much. I did squeak the chair. I think he was hearing that. Oh yeah, because he thinks it's like a little rat or something. Hey, hey, stupid! Yeah, see, see, if he was smart, he would know we're talking about him. Hey, meow. He's not reacting at all. He's just his eyes are closed. He's having a nap. Yeah, um, or he's dead. I don't know. I'm excited, Chris. Why? What for? Huh? You said you're excited. <laughs> I know. Um, is there nothing? There was no build up to that. Like what? <laughs> What the fuck's your problem? <laughs> We're on Spotify. <laughs> I just need a minute. I was going to say something, but I realized you never finished the intro because I interrupted you. So I was going to... I was like, fuck, we don't finish the We're intro. on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> so you can, watch, you can listen to us on Spotify or import our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app uh, should you want to do so. Uh, or you can just watch us on YouTube. Um, or you can contact us at synapsemisfire.pm.me. Send us your comments, questions, concerns, and death threats, and they will be read on the show. Hopefully a lot better than this intro went. Um, all right. I'm excited, Chris. What for, Jordan? What are you excited As for? As of recording, it is October 10th. That means that it is Saturday. That also means that Tuesday, which is like four or five days from now. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought that'd be funnier. <laughs> it's Saturday. Oh, and Tuesday's four days from now. That's not funny. Because no, it's not actually four days. Oh, three. shit, it's not. <laughs> it's three days. <laughs> now it's tuesday october 12th the launch of quest 2 and the reason i bring this up is three because... days from now is the 13th tuesday's the 13th <laughs> not the 12th you absolute goon so three days from now is october the 13th <laughs> and, and tuesday. it's a tuesday and it's a tuesday apparently yeah. um also the launch of the quest 2 which hopefully the launch goes a lot better than the launch of this episode um <laughs> Oh, boy. And the reason I bring this up, because <clears throat> we were discussing off-camera. Yes. Um, and as you know, there's a, there's a running bit on this show called Tilted Chris. That's essentially me most of the time, actually. It's essentially most of the time, Chris. He, he's just always mad. Um, About something, yeah. He is currently mad. He's just not showing it very well, mostly because he didn't even get the whole joke. Yeah. Um, I, uh, 
So, so please tell me why are you tilted? What did I say that had had made you fully tilted? So, we had talked about this on the show that um, Oculus is now requiring uh, like forced Facebook integration. Yeah. So, what is it this month? So, with the Quest Two, it takes effect at launch, and then for Quest One, if you you say own one in the future, I think twenty twenty one or okay. So you need, but you need a Facebook account, especially if you're getting a yeah. Quest Quest Two. But what Jordan had said was that apparently, if you make one preemptively specifically for the Quest Two, you can potentially get the account banned. Yeah, it violates the terms of service. So you're telling me. Zuckerberg, (laughs) you're telling me that I have to make an account on your shitty social media website to use this this VR device that you're selling me, that I'm paying you for, and I have to make an account with your social network to use this device. And if I make the account specifically for the device, I can get banned? So, because it violates some terms of service. Do you want me to use the damn thing that I bought or not? So the, the It's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. I had heard a couple things around Reddit um, where people were getting banned essentially because, like, in your that case... Part, that part pisses me off more than the Facebook integration. Well, yeah, but people... So At least example, let me use the damn thing. For example, if you made a Facebook account with Chris, your last name, no yeah. photo, no posts, more than likely it would get banned. No shit, because that was my plan. Um... Someone I saw on Reddit made an account. I think it was their name, like their actual name. It got banned. They reached out to Facebook, and they got two responses. Number one, the reason for banning. No posts and no real photos of yourself. Number two, they might not be able to unban it. So now, if I do this, (laughs) if I make the account, and I do all this jazz, and, uh, you know, whatever, I, um... Put a photo. Yeah, I no, I I just get around it. I, I you know, and they don't pay any attention. Maybe it was a fluke or something, or they just miss mine and combing through accounts. Um, and uh, and I have a few games now. And you get banned. And I get banned. Do I still have those games, or am I just fucked? So, I'm gonna have to take a second to read back on what I had seen. But there there was an Oculus dev or worker, not really a dev, but like a developer at Oculus themselves. That went on record. That would be to, an Oculus dev. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to think if dev was the right word, but yeah, I guess they would be a developer. Um, a worker for Oculus um, spoke about that. And I think, if I remember correctly, you wouldn't lose the games. They would still okay. be with the Facebook, but you wouldn't be able to use them until the Facebook account was unlocked. So the account gets banned. The games are locked. The games are locked. I still own them technically on an account that's banned that they cannot unban. Potentially. So that's that's what I want to uh, I want to reel back on. Mark my words right now. Cut this if you feel fit. If I see you in public, Mark Zuckerberg, I'm gonna punch you in your stupid mouth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are you worth now? Seventy billion. So you could probably like put me in jail easy, just for saying that. But it's going to happen. I live on, like, the other side of the country from you. But if I ever see you, man, you're going to right hook right to the stupid nose. If you need me to make an account. And that's the part that I, like, I was a little annoyed about it at first. 
oh, forced Facebook integration, of course. I was annoyed about it, but, like, at the end of the day, do I really care? Not really. Um, I'll get over it. But, you know, if you're going to get me banned for making an account specifically for the thing that I bought, that, I, that, you know, it's not cheap, that I bought, and then the games that I bought can potentially get locked out on an account that can't be unbanned, it's ridiculous. So I'm on road to VR.com. Um, they mention what I had said, where once Oculus made this announcement, many users posted, like, oh, I'll just make a burner account. Um, no, nope, can't do that! Fa then they confirmed, just to make sure I wasn't mistaken, Facebook did come out and say that will violate terms of service and will lead to potential bans. Um, now, here's the bad part. I'm going to read a quote. It's from a, a spokesperson. If you log in using your Facebook account or merge your Oculus and Facebook accounts and then violate the Facebook community standards, conduct in VR policy or other terms and policies on any of our platforms, your access to or use to Oculus products may be impacted. If your account is fully disabled as a result of this violation, you may also lose access to your games and content. We are committed to keeping all of our platforms safer. And uh, it's Facebook, and you can't exactly make an alt account either. Because... No. If you make a Facebook account that's not your name, and a lot of times they ask for verification, if you make one that's not your name, you will get banned as well. Yeah, that is true. Because um, that's what a lot of people had said too. Like, people were going to put like their first name and then VR as the last name. So it was going to be like, Chris VR would be the, the account. Oh, so then, that's, so then it's really easy to pull up all the accounts in the database and ban them all. Yeah. Mm, okay. So, people, uh, you know, I think it's kind of BS. I mean, I, I, again, I'm in, like, a weird minority, I guess, where, like, I already have the VR account, um, the Facebook account, rather, that is linked to my VR account. So, like, I'm kind of just transitioning to this new headset. But for people who had been using Oculus headsets, uh, Oculus accounts with their headsets and not Facebook, obviously, they have another thing to leap over, another boundary. For someone like you, who was hoping to just make a burner account... Now there's, you know, other issues around that where it's like, how are you going to ever know for sure? What if you, you well, that's very the thing, well. Is I'm like kind of treading on ice now or I'm like walking on eggshells because like how often do I have to keep up with the account? What do I have to post? What do I have to put there? If I just have like a, a stock account with just like my name, a picture of me and no posts, is that going to get banned? Also, whatever happened, like what if someone just DDoSes all of Facebook? <laughs> like, like. Facebook just goes down. What if what if Zuckerberg wakes up one morning and goes, hmm, today I will delete, and deletes the entirety of Facebook? <laughs> but no, I mean, there's like, I don't know, there's that part of me that's like also nervous, just thinking like, hmm, what, what if your Facebook account gets hacked? You know how notorious Facebook accounts are for getting hacked? Yeah. Like, so what, someone, say someone hacks my, my Facebook account. Someone gets some into bullshit. my account, yeah, and now my account's banned? Behind a wall that I can't get past because the admins are trash. Yeah. Oh, because someone hacked my account. Maybe they did some shit. Maybe they posted some racist shit or did something really stupid or tried to or like their money. Like, yeah, something like that. Or, or like posted shit. like posted pictures of like dead bodies and stuff. Is yeah. that against TOS on Facebook? Um, I imagine I, it is. I would certainly think so, yeah. Like um, if you posted actual... I do know they have the graphic filter. Where, like, oh, you do they? post literal videos of, like, surgeries and, like, people getting shot. and like That's inherently different, like, surgeries. Exactly. Like, it is gory, but it's kind Medical. of... The ar it's... argument could be made that it's for education. Yeah. And I have seen content like that, especially on YouTube, too. Yeah. It's not even, like, age-gated because it's educational. Yeah. But, um, that, that's the thing. Like, 
I, I've had, I'm almost positive in the past I've had my Facebook account hacked where, like, all of a sudden, like, shit was changed, photos were different, and they didn't do anything too major. That happened to, uh... But shit like that happened, you know? I forget who, but it happened to someone I knew. Mm. Um, because, you know, afterwards, like, it was just, it would go onto their account and just send messages to their entire friends list. I had, yeah, I had actually, funny enough, that's one of the other things. I had just gotten something like that from, uh... A kid from high school. I won't. I won't name names, but a kid I do in high school. He like randomly messaged me some bullshit. I was like, what the fuck yeah, is exactly. This? Like, and I've, then I've, I've got the same thing. Message. Yeah. Um, as the fuck, uh, you know. Yeah. And people have gotten those from me before. Like, I've gotten messages. I got a message from my aunt, I believe, like years ago. Like, are you okay? Like, you, are you all right? Like, what's going on? And I was like, what do you mean? I'm fine. I'm at work. And she was like, well, why'd you send me this? And it's like a screenshot of a message to her that I couldn't see anymore. It was deleted. And it was, oh. like, it was literally, like, me asking her to send me money because I was in trouble and I needed to flee the fucking country. Like, dude, I was, like... No, nah, I'm just chilling at work. What do you mean? I was, like, what the fuck is happening, dude? So, yeah, I don't know. You know, shit like that does happen. It's also kind of just, like, another thing to worry about. Well, so. yeah, because Facebook is kind of weird. Because they're almost YouTube-like in what they allow and don't allow. Yeah. It's, like, it's very... The rules are very selectively enforced. Yeah, it's not like... Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It's not, like, a definitive, like... Like, there is, but sometimes they're just not enforced that way. Yeah, like, obviously, if you're, like, a gore page and you just post gore, you'll probably get banned. Yeah. But, like, there's a lot of stuff that's, like, anti-vax pages will stay, like, conspiracy pages will stay, which I don't have any inherent issue with personally but but if it's against your terms of service why are they allowed to stay well because they have a lot of members and we can feed them a lot of advertisements yeah something like that you know my cat has now left his post he's uh just kind of standing there oh and he's walking away he's so long that he has like a hunchback he is he is long he, he is like, like a he is like a, a sausage. Yeah, he like he does this thing where he um. At the, sausage. <laughs> I have a, a a sliding glass door, and he lays at the base of it, and he covers the whole thing basically. Yeah, this whole Oculus thing's tough, but Chris, I'm gonna put a smile on that on that face of yours. I was gonna say pretty face, but that, that's gay. That's pretty cringe, bro. Yeah, ready for a smile? Okay. Cyberpunk 2077 has gone gold. Oh my god, the face! I'm quitting, guys. The face I he was just cheesing. made. I'm uh, I'm officially disturbed. Um, you should I be. am perturbed. I don't even know something like that. What does perturbed mean? Yo, Google, what does perturbed mean? Here's the definition of perturbed: feeling anxiety or concern, unsettled. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a great way to put it. I am perturbed at the fucking face he just made. That's the Thanks, first. Google. That's the first time I've used voice assistant legitimately. By the way, you know where the funny part is. I bet if you go in the settings right now for Google Assistant, there's going to be an audio recording of that. <laughs> no know, shit. Yeah, you know, you can find them. Oh, hang on. Let me see now. Let me see if I can find them. Yeah, usually there's an audio recording right in there. If you have the oh, yeah. Your web activity is on. Saving audio is off. There you go. See? I'm a smart motherfucker. I didn't even know it was a thing, but he had saving <laughs> audio off. Well, because it probably prompted me the first time I used Google Assistant. I was like, no. Well... See, you know, funny, funny quick story. I, um, 
first time I used Google Assistant, not, well, no, not first time I used Google Assistant. First time I figured out that I had no idea, right? Because you have a Google Home, right? Yep. That's how I figured it out. I got the Google Home Mini. I remember you showing me this. I got the Google Home Mini. I was, uh, I was laying in bed, called out to it. Next morning, sign on my phone. I'm looking, and it says, like, your recent interaction with Google Home. So I'm like, oh, cool. Click on it. It brings me into the Home Hub app. Looking at it, going through it. And all of a sudden, it says, you asked. And then it just shows it a play button. And I'm like, oh, and I'm man. looking, I'm like, what the fuck's a, a play button? So I'm thinking it's going to take me to, like, some other page. I click it, and it's a half-asleep recording of me going, hey, Google, turn off the light. Like, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Uh, and I'm like, wait a minute. I don't even have any smart lights. What the fuck is this bitch talking about? I uh, I actually have a Google Home Mini um, in the box, still sealed. Really? You should my sell room. it. I should sell it, actually. I've been planning on doing it. I've just like just left it there. Yeah. And I've been putting stuff on eBay actively. Um, so I yeah. might just sell that because it's in the box. I got it for free. So yeah. that's the only reason I have it. I'd probably get rid of it for 20 bucks or something. Yeah, but um, and then I start going through like all the other audio recordings, and it's like, I'm thinking to myself, like, what the fuck, dude? And is like, this I'm a recording sure, of me jacking off? <laughs> I'm sure, hey, Google, record that instead of Xbox, record that. And it's just like, hey, Google, I'm about to bust a nut real quick. <laughs> yeah. About to bust a nut real quick. Google doesn't understand. Uh, apparently she's too young. Right. Oh, Jesus, I shouldn't have said that then. <laughs> um... Oh, Jesus Christ. I tried to nudge him out of the way, and he got scared. Cause he well, yeah, Chris. Munching on the cables. Yeah, so Cyberpunk 2077 went gold. November 19th is the day. It's a Thursday. It's the day, baby. You excited? Yeah. As usual? Yeah. yeah, I am. I have the 19th and the 20th off. I do I not. I it off. What day is it? It's a, it's Thursday, a Thursday, you said? The, yeah. 19th is a Thursday. I have it off from work, but I have to go to class. Yeah. So. Just put in a PTO day at school, bro. I mean, it is college. I could just not show up. <laughs> I, I would not advise that. I mean. Well, it, it depends on the class. Exactly. Like, I have my computer science class, shit that I actually pay attention in. Like, if it was, like, an elective class, I would just skip. Yeah. But, you know. My actual computer science classes I do always go because yeah. it's kind of important. It's kind of like your your major, right? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the thing I'm paying to go to school for. But uh, yeah, so that's a setting. I just want to throw that in there because I'm a heap. I am a heap as hell. Yeah. So finally, finally, it's old, which there was a lot of leaks going around that it was going to get delayed again. Um, and I don't know if you saw it. The internet was like fucking flaming CD Projekt Red. I try to avoid a bunch of bullshit like that. That's, yeah, that's true. There's a good way to do it. I, I don't, see, honestly, all I do, I don't, like, check any socials or anything. I literally go to the Google News Feed, and I just, like, kind of hope that Google knows what I'm into and suggests <laughs> valid articles. And it usually does. And I had seen articles on there about, uh, so they switched to six-day work weeks at CD Pred. Oh, yeah. Um, and people were, people were mad. And then they actually had like a ton of the developers were like, no, 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 we we asked to go to six day work. We said we wanted, we didn't want to fucking delay it again. They asked us if we wanted to delay again, and we were like, no, six six day work. Really? Not sure how true that is. I haven't looked okay. into it too far. 
So it, it could looks very like well it be... might not be a rock star situation where they're forcing them to work 100-hour work weeks. Yeah. And on one hand, it could also be that it's that situation, but this time they stepped in and were like, hey, guess what? We will pay you this if you just say this type of bullshit. I don't, I don't think I so. Don't I don't either. want to think so. You never know. But if it's true, then that's, number one, valiant as fuck for the devs. I mean, think about it. How long have they been working on this game? Years. They're this close to the finish line. Years. I think if I was working there by now, I'd be like, dude, can we just get this fucking thing done? Can like, we just get this done? I want this off my plate. Yeah, like, six-day work weeks, sure. Make it seven. Make it eight-day work weeks. I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. Make yeah. it a make it a nine-day work week, even. I'm working 26 hours today. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, what do you... There's got to be a point where the devs are just like, listen, if we delay again... People like, are going to be mad. People are going to be mad as Fuck. And, and no one's gonna buy the game. No, yeah, you're probably gonna get reduced sales. We're gonna be the, like one of the laughing stocks of the internet. Like, how many times have they already delayed and posted like the same like post where it's like, we think that we need more time to flush out the game and make this world as immersive as possible. It's like, yeah, people. Honestly, a lot of people this week were trying to put Cyberpunk like on blast. Like they were Come finding every reason. So, oh, the devs have to work a lot. Fuck that game. Oh, the map revealed. They leaked out the map. Oh, the map looks tiny. And people are like, yeah, you want like a, like a fucking Witcher 3 map where like it's massive and has a lot of content? And like that's not always the case. That doesn't work for certain styles of games, you know? And the map in uh, 2077 looked mighty big. It's just that it's going to be full of content and encounters. It's like well, a it's, Red Dead 2 situation. It's you know? because people want to complain and exactly. it's like it's ridiculous. It's exactly. like trying to. Uh, it's like trying to um, go like it being in public and seeing like a really really swole guy, like a really jacked guy, and just like trying to slap him in the mouth to see what happens. Yeah. And then you know they get mad when their spine gets snapped in half. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. People were just nitpicking, but I'm 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 excited, man. I am very excited. I can't wait. Um, sadly, I won't have the 3080 for it, but I won't either. So yeah, I'll start my 2070 super. Plus, have you seen the the system specs for the game? I have not. They're quite reasonable. Like, really, the recommended spec is like an i5. I'm pretty sure, or like an i7. It's like quite baffling. Um, I remember when it came out, people were making memes about. Um, low-end gamers being like, oh, I'd never be able to run the game, and then it just shows CD Projekt Red, like, handing them the requirements, and they're yeah. just like, bruh. Ready? So, on the minimum, mi- minimum, minimum side, I don't know what, it, what the fuck my problem is today. <laughs> minimum side is, yeah, so minimum, i5, 3500, 3570k, right? GTS 780. Okay. A 780, really? That's, that's very reasonable. Um, you know, 8 gigs of RAM, Recommended, i7 4790 and a GTX 1060 with 12 gigs of RAM. It also recommends specifically an SSD over a hard drive. Oh, okay. For both, but practically that's nothing. That's quite reasonable. Oh, like, yeah. think about the size and scale of this game. Really, like, that's incredible in my opinion. That's I was expecting literally it to be like minimum ninth gen or eighth gen i5, like a GTX 1060. There's a lot of games out there. Minimum is like a, a 970 or a 1060. Like, I don't know. I, I was shocked by how reasonable that was. Yeah. But I, I'm excited. I hope it's optimized. I hope they have a great launch day. And I honestly hope that this game fucking crushes it. 
I want, after all this time, I want CD Projekt to take home one other game of the year. Oh, yeah. They deserve Easy. it. Easy. Easy money. Yeah. I would love to see it. But, uh, yeah. You got anything else to say on that matter? On that matter, no. Uh, my, on another matter, I want to get into the a million and a half other stories we have. All right. So, uh, just starting stories with my uh, insatiable lust for server hardware. That's how I worded it. I you made love to it. Yeah, no, nice. I have like a problem. I go on eBay. I browse eBay a lot for old server hardware, and I'm always like, "Hmm, this could work. This is cool. I like this, but hmm, I don't know." And I and I'm like, I always like I'm looking at like ten different servers at a time, and I'm like, "This <laughs> is this would be cool to have," and I'm like, "Man," and I start putting together this whole lab in my brain. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do this, this, and this." Oh, where do I get the money for that though? It's like a problem. I keep, I keep like yeah, like just generating lists of parts, and you're like, wait, wait a I minute, I have no money. Wait a minute. Um, so that's my inherent problem. That was about that with with the server hardware thing. It's just I keep looking at it every single day. It's like an obsession. It's almost unhealthy. Yeah, I I, I feel you. Um, I I also did want to roll something else into my about my server. Um, the one that I have specifically right now, it's a Super Micro 6026, I think is the model number. They have a version of it with four nodes. I have the one with two. So it is a blade server with two distinct nodes. Um, and actually, I'm considering getting rid of it. Your server? Yeah. For what? a different one. Okay. Just because of the amount of bullshit I've dealt with with this specific server, and I want something that's going to be more stock, more powerful, mm. you know, something that's going to serve me a bit better, um, and that's going to be cooler and quieter. Yeah. So what are you thinking, like a smaller server or like a well simpler server? I'm thinking of a – because they have um, servers that are meant – they are like combos almost they are they can be desktop type tower servers or they can be rack mounted like that server yeah um so i'm i'm looking into the hp pro proliant proli proliant models uh i have an ml 66th gen here um which has the same cpu uh, CPUs oh, okay. as I that see. one. Um, kind of looks like a tower. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I'm trying to consider the best outcome for this, and I have a couple that I'm looking at, and I'm just not sure what I want to do. But the HP machines, the Dell machines, are in general a lot quieter than the Super Micro ones, and will be better for a home lab type situation yeah, that I have. Yeah. Um. So that's that's where I'm at with that, and. You think that'll be a huge price sink, or, or can you like resell this server for? Well, here's the thing: is I did a little bit of research, and I would take some of the parts from that, like mainly some of the RAM. Yeah. Um, just take half the RAM out basically, and just have every other have a stick in it. Um, and like the with similar specs that I saw, um, people were asking like six fifty, six sixty for them. Yeah, it's so not, I could probably easily get five fifty for mine, which is about what I well, that's more than what I put into it, but 
not much more. Yeah. Um. Because obviously I'm not gonna give away the drives because I need those. But yeah, yeah, that's not that's not too bad then. Well, how much is one of those ProLiant ones? Uh, the one I'm looking at right now is two hundred, but I'm I'm looking at a bunch of different ones. Um, but it's in general going to be uh, an HP ProLiant um, either DL three eighty ML three fifty or a Dell um, PowerEdge server. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. And yeah. in general, you get more bang for your buck out of those two. Yeah. Because you can find, like, at least the Dell PowerEdge ones with similar specs as this machine for, like, half the price. Yeah, so... I think that's definitely a good way to go, then. If you have everything... Once you get everything sorted out, I mean... If you're not necessarily saving money, but you're also... You're getting more bang for your buck, and you're getting more of what you want, which is, you know, a quieter, faster server. I mean, hey. Yeah. Why the hell not? So that just sucks about the time sink you put into this one, but you've also learned a lot from it too. It is definitely a time sink, but the reason I bought it was to sink time into it. Exactly. You the reason I you bought don't buy it, something like that just to you know. Exactly. Like I didn't think it was going to be a set it and forget it type situation. Mm. It was definitely I bought it as a learning experience to learn further and advance my knowledge in the field that I'm in. Yeah. Um. Just because I think server hardware is really cool. I would definitely like to be like a server technician or something one day. Mm-hmm. For now, I'm just a lowly, a lowly oh, uh, IT guy. IT guy. <laughs> service, you know, help desk IT. Honestly, no better place to start, though. No, honestly, any entry-level IT job is going to be like that. It's just going to be shit until you get to the 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 upper echelon of IT where you don't really do help desk stuff. You deal with, like, higher-level sort of business shut up cat he's gonna come down here and yell again but yeah that's where i want to end up going and that's why i have networking stuff too i have like uh the laptop that we're recording on it's sitting on a network switch uh over in the corner there's another network switch Mm -hmm. you know so I, i have a lot of stuff what's your plan for the network switches truthfully i just wanted more ports and I ended up getting the switch that's over here uh, under the laptop that we're using it, because it was cheap. It was like 30 bucks for this switch, but I didn't realize it was a 100 meg switch. Yeah, you thought it was a gig switch, right? So I ended up buying a, another <clears throat> switch that was a gig. So I might get rid of this one. I don't know. But regardless, um, that's also kind of a spoiler because I am going to do a video on the uh, one gig switch. But yeah, that um, but that server talk basically, it's uh, also kind of leads into one of my other topics. Oh yeah, they all kind of meld together. It's the uh, it's why I rarely post on my main channel, because the quality and the type of content I want to make is way more expensive than the content that I have the budget to make. Yeah. Um, not because, like, the production quality is particularly high or anything, because it's just a static camera angle with basic editing, whatever, but the amount of hardware that I want to showcase yeah. on the show, or the amount of projects I want to do on the show, is, like, mind-boggling. I don't have the money to sink 
a thousand dollars into a project mm-hmm. for a video that and then the next week sink another thousand dollars into a project for a video you know yeah so that's kind of my thing so what i'm trying to work on personally <laughs> is like lowering my standard of yeah. what i will showcase to try to you know get it going more yeah it's tough to do when you have like you said lowering your standard when you have a standard for yourself yeah. for what you make but <clears throat> i mean obviously the hope is that you start you know here which you can't tell because you're listening i'm down low yeah and then as time goes on gather an audience which you're already doing pretty good with um you know and then you get budgets you get more you know more options yeah. at your disposal and you can sink you can sink in the 800 to a thousand dollars and i also can't sink the time into my videos that that's, like that's the thing too a lot of people can it's just i just can't i have a almost full-time job and i'm a School. full-time student yeah you know yeah it's, it's tough and the podcast is tough i mean yeah i know you said yeah it's sometimes tough for you with the podcast let alone exactly yeah let alone these big projects so it's, it's tough to balance for sure that uh reminds me so this is going live this episode that we're recording currently is going to go live the 21st yeah so should we talk about kind of our plans for the halloween type uh type yeah show? we gotta figure out what the fuck we're doing about that we have a loose plan of what we want to do and uh i don't know if we should explain it or just do it but this episode goes live on the 21st, and we are planning something for Halloween. It's kind of a big undertaking for both of us. Yeah. Um, and it is going to take It is going to take the place of whatever episode that would go live on the 28th. So, yeah, there will be no episode the 28th. There should be an episode the 31st. Maybe the 30th. Probably not, though. We're trying to figure out the specifics of it already. Um... But it's, it's a big project. Yeah, we got some time as of recording this. We have three weeks, so I, I feel like we could we could put something together. We're we're smart guys, but we do have something special planned. And I hope you all guys uh, you you all uh, appreciate it and like it. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned for that. For you guys, it's like a week and a half out. For us, it's like three weeks out. Yeah, so. but on the back end, it's probably gonna be we're probably gonna spend a lot of that time doing work for it. So yeah, exactly. So yeah, look out for that, and hopefully you like it. If you don't, well, sad. Bit well, sad. Too, too bad. Too bad. And then we'll be back to regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> yes. Um, this, the podcast isn't going anywhere. It's just <laughs> we're doing something special for the holiday. Yes, sir. Do you have anything you want to talk about specifically? <laughs> yeah, I got a pretty, uh, a pretty funny, funny story. Um, kind of gross, to be honest. Okay. Um, basically, without getting into too many specifics, um, where I work, we had a retiree, the guy that I trained under. Um, he left. He retired. Congrats to him. I was kind of taking his place, and then the other person that I work with hurt themselves. Yeah. So yep. they left. They're out on med leave. They're doing whatever they do to do. So it's just me. It's been me for about two weeks. Um. So I've been kind of just, you know, getting in the group of things. Now I'm kind of like essentially running the show by myself. Um, and then we had a friend of mine get hired. Um, friend from our school, actually. Okay. Um, yep. He starts. 
I start training him in this other person's work area, the one that's out, because there's the chance that they might not might not return, and if they do, they might actually move departments. From the from the stories I've heard from this specific person, it doesn't sound like they should return. Yeah, but that's just my opinion. B- basically, I don't actually know this person personally. I've just heard what I've been told. Um, there's a pen- potential they might not return. There's also the potential that they might transition to um just a different area, a couple like couple feet away, because where this new kid is working, it's optimal area for me to uh, train him because we're basically side by side. So the other kid might move to the other side. That's all it really is. Um, my point in bringing this up is, I worked with this new kid for about three days. Um, and on the fourth day, I was like, hey, you know what? I think you're ready to be in your own work area. We'll be right here, side by side. Okay. Need anything, talk to me. We'll work back You're in forth. the big leagues now, dog. I set him up in his work area, and we both noticed this thing in the corner of the work area. Oh, it's boy. It's like a bag with, like, yellow in it. And we're like, oh, oh no. it looks like yellow sponges, right? So I, oh. I looked at We looked at it at separate occasions. I was like, oh, it's a yellow sponge. What the fuck? And then, uh, you know, a couple minutes went by. He said to me, he was like, hey, why does he have sponges in the corner? I was like, I, I, I don't know, probably to clean, right? I step out. I go do something. I start coming back, and I see the kid standing in, like, where my doorway essentially would be, looking yep. at me. And he just looks pale. <laughs> Ghostly. Oh, no. Like, he's going to die. So I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm thinking to myself, like, the worst. I'm thinking that he's dying. there's hazards with this job. I'm thinking, like, he hurt himself. He's bleeding. Maybe he damaged something. Maybe something blew up on him. I'm like, dude, something could have went wrong. So I walk in. I go, hey, what's up? What's going on? And he goes, go look at the sponges. And I'm like, okay. I go out there. I look, and I'm like, okay, what about them? He goes, turn it around. I turn it around. You know what the sponges were labeled? What are they? Blueberry bagels. Oh, no. They were all yellow? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. They probably were rank. (laughs) Dude. They're, like, made of mold, dude. That's disgusting. He must have left them on the table when he hurt himself, like, three weeks ago. And now they've been just sitting there ever since. Your, uh, your new trainee probably aspirated a bunch of mold He's, in the process. He, uh, he said he almost threw up in the trash when he turned it around and saw the label. Because he, he said, we both thought it was sponges. He said he walked up close to it and he started seeing, like, discolorations. And he was like, what the fuck kind of sponge is this? Turns it around. It uh, says BJ's, and it says blueberry mu- uh, bagels on it. Oh, uh, that's vile. Absolutely vile. It's horrific. So then, Actual. Then he shows our supervisor, and our supervisor's like, oh, radical. <laughs> Yo, mold. Yo, a workplace hazard. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> it was putrid. Disgusting. If uh, I can find a good way to crop the photo and not show too much detail, I will show the bagels. On the YouTube video, obviously. Pretty nasty. Um, on a slightly less gross note, uh, I want to talk about something philosophical. Ooh, in we got some Pastor way. Chris here. <laughs> no, not that philosophical. Oh, man. It's my philosophy, my thoughts on how things should work. Ooh, okay. I'm an old man now. <laughs> he's, a, he's the ripe old age of 19. He's only got a couple months to live. (laughs) So I wanted to talk about why, why I stopped using Arch Linux. Bum bum, but that's the real Halloween spectacular. Whoa, I don't use Arch Linux. I still use Linux full time. I've switched back. What? I've switched back to Linux Mint, which is based Ah. on Ubuntu, which is often considered a 
beginner distro because it's very similar to Windows. Things are set up for you. You don't have to do a lot of Linuxy things to get it to work. However, it's way easier to manage because of this. Yeah, and since it's based on Ubuntu, you get much less updates. Yeah. Which yeah, you said you were getting like what an update a day or like every week. When I updated a week, uh, I would update on a weekly basis, like clockwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, every Friday I updated, and I would. It was normal to see forty, fifty, sixty updates. Holy shit! I would turn around from my computer for ten minutes and come back to ten updates. Holy shit! That's because insane. you get everything right as it goes off the line, basically. Um, so I was sick of it. I'm like, man, I'm sick of this. Yeah, because your pain in the c- ass. your kernel updates every couple days. Yeah, and if that if that update ever crashed, then it's your a kernel. Yeah, it's that... a pain in the ass. I you can get it back, but pain in the ass. Pain in the ass. Yeah. Um. It yeah, it's not like uh like the Windows NT kernel. Mm-hmm. I could legitimately just if something more bad bad were to happen, I could boot into a live key and reinstall a kernel or. Uh, recompile the kernel for myself if I really wanted to. Yeah. Um, but I switched back to Linux Mint, and I know Linux people are going to cry about it. Go cry. You're not welcome. If you're Wah. that type of Linux person, you're not welcome here. Cry. Just saying. Go cry into your mechanical keyboard as you try to install Gen 2. You fucking idiot. I hate you. I basically... <laughs> I have a mechanical keyboard. I say this... Because, like I said, I'm getting old. <laughs> no, I'm legitimately, I'm sick of having to babysit my machine. Yeah, it's, it's like another responsibility on top of It's not else. like it broke all the time. Like, I was maintaining the distribution. It's just, I shouldn't have to do that. Like, I did say recently that you do have to maintain, like, even Windows. But it's very basic stuff. Hang on, my cat is getting into something. I gotta I go yell at him. Up. Did he? It sounded like it. What the fuck was that? So, I, I've just returned from, from confiscating a water bottle cap and a piece of duct tape from my cat because he was trying to eat it. Um, <laughs> but basically, my basic philosophy on this is why do I want... Why do I want an operating system that's very... That could be potentially unstable, and you have to kind of keep on top of it, and it's just kind of a pain yeah, to run. And if something breaks, it's a pain to ins- reinstall, and it's just, I want something that's like a get up and go, and I don't want to use Windows. You want something like a bit, and you also probably want something like a bit more advanced too, right? Like not super basic, but not maintain it every day and that's my thing is windows is super infantile with the way they treat you yeah i don't know if that's the term for it but they treat you like a baby yeah like um when you install windows you get the hi i'm cortana and it does the whole bit it sounds like it's a fucking pixar movie yes hi i'm cortana i'm gonna walk you through your windows installation i remember i was re-imaging and you just hit next a bunch of times i was re-imaging a computer at work and it was because I think they changed that in one of the build versions. They kept it for a couple builds and then they removed it. 
but I had a CD, I had to image it from a CD because I didn't have a USB. I was too lazy to make one. And uh, it was that specific build version that had the, hi, I'm Cortana bit. Um, and I, <laughs> I was um, already kind of heated, as I am most of the time at work. Um, and I was talking to my, my coworker. Him and I are the IT department, by the way. Um, I was talking to him, and we were shooting the shit, and then, uh, my, uh, this, hi, I'm Cortana, starts going on this laptop that I'm trying to re-image, and I just go, shut up, and I just started hitting the mute button, like, be quiet, please, for the love of God, it's so infantile, it's like, hey, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna set up your new computer, you gotta put in your name, and we're gonna set up your Wi-Fi, and it's gonna be a great time, and you're gonna be used to your computer, and this is how you do this, this, and this. Well, it's like you said, like I said, it's like a Disney movie, but when you when you say it like that, yeah, it's like it's a little kid's TV show. It's ridiculous, and I wish Windows just had a an Advanced. installer. Like, I wish it prompted you at the beginning of your install. It should be like, uh... Basically, do you want a regular install or an advanced install or something like that or an easy or or a uh, easy or an experienced install? Yeah. If you click experience, you're just experience. next through it all. Yeah. Like, I just need to click through the menus. I don't need you to ramble at me. Yeah. And that's part of why I ended up using Linux is when you install it, you click a button and you're good to go. Right. Yeah. It's. I, I've done a bunch of Windows installs recently because I put a. An SSD in my girlfriend's laptop, her desktop, her her grandfather's laptop, in my own laptop, and every time that hi, I'm Cortana. Hi, I'm Cortana. I'm and gonna help you get. Shut the fuck up. Hey, another thing with that too is um, if you're using Windows 10 Home, I don't think you can set it up on a local account anymore. You have to use your Microsoft account. Yeah, correct. That's why I always set up. Uh, I will always with Windows installs spring for Windows 10 Pro. Just because on the gray market, on like Kingwin or G2A or whatever, I can get a cheap key for Windows 10 Pro. It's and not that much than home. User account. And I can just use a, win, uh, a local account, which I prefer anyway. So I, I'd rather just do Windows 10 Pro, even though when you're installing Windows 10 Pro, it nags you and nags you and nags you to use a, an online account. It says like the button for it, it's like sign in with your Microsoft account. And in the tiniest gray font, it's like almost translucent, the font, so you can't see it very well. It says, or domain join instead, <clears throat> or local account. Because I usually set it up for a, uh, you can choose home or organization. Yeah. I have to, at work, I have to set it up on our domain. Yeah, um, yeah obviously, yep. So it will say domain join instead, but uh, same idea. It'll say like, use a local account. And it's in like the tiniest gray font. You can barely read it. They have like a PNG over it, trying to block it. <laughs> yeah. And then it prompts you and goes, "What do you want your user account to be called?" And uh, in the corner it says, "Or even better, use an online account." I don't want to use an online account. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have clicked the. I wouldn't have clicked the local account option if I wanted the online account. Yeah. That's I can. Pretty shit. I can count. On one hand, the amount of times I would want to use, I uh, on the the amount of times I would want to use a online account, I could count on one hand if you cut all my fingers off. 
That's why I like Linux Mint and uh, Manjaro and Zorin to those extent because it's exactly like Windows, pretty much the same workflow. You know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I used Windows for like 18 years and then I used Linux, Yeah. right? So I want a workflow that's like Windows but, but without Windows. all the bullshit that Windows gives you. That's why I like Linux Mint. That's why I like uh, – that's why I like Zoran. That's why I like Manjaro. Because they're like Windows, minus all the bullshit that comes they're with like Windows. Windows without Microsoft at your heels. Yes. Nipping at your heels like a chihuahua. Like, you can do um, an analysis of all your network traffic, and you can see the amount of stuff that goes on between your machine and Microsoft. And uh, you know how much communication goes on between... Uh, me, my machine, and the creators of Linux Mint? None. Yeah. I mean, um, certain distros like Ubuntu, I think Debian too, you can opt in to like a package survey or like a hardware survey or something like that. I've no, never opted in. Yeah. But you, there's an option to, and it's off by default. Yeah. Not on by default, like most. Like with Windows, Windows services. With Windows, when you turn off the... They have a targeted advertisement thing. If you turn that off, you still see advertisements in an operating system that costs a hundred dollars. Yeah. You know how many advertisements I get in my operating system that's free? None. None. Zero. Zip. Zilch. Nada. As None. in not a single one. There you go. That was kind of a dad joke, but See told you he's getting old. I'm getting old. I've got a son now. His name's Chunk. He's loud. He has four legs. Thumbs. Thumbs. No nuts, because I cut him off. No, I didn't do it. The vet did it. But <laughs> Not himself. Yeah, I didn't do that. I, I, I took him to a professional to get that done. Yeah, it was the same day they, they did the same to Chris. Yeah. And he's looking at me right now. He knows what I did. He's looking at my shoe right now, because I was kicking it around. Ah. Uh, Hey, cat. He doesn't know where to look now. I just made a bunch of noise. So that was basically my philosophy on how operating systems should work. Like, I shouldn't have to babysit it. I shouldn't have to, but it shouldn't. It also shouldn't babysit you. Exactly. You make a very good point. I I shouldn't have to babysit it, but I don't need to be babysat. Yeah. That's the thing with, like... The Again, babysitted does not need to be the babysatted. That's the thing, like, with something like Ubuntu, with, with Linux Mint, with Zorin, with Manjaro, is they are graphical in nature, and you can use all the graphical user interfaces, all the GUIs and all that, and you can do everything in a GUI, which is fine, but you can also do all, you have the full functionality of the terminal, which I also like, because I do a lot of stuff in the terminal. Mm-hmm. So... So it's like your somewhat perfect operating system for the most part. Yeah, and, and there is still a mix of stuff that I do end up doing in the GUI just because it's kind of convoluted to do in the terminal. Um, But, you know. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's true. It's, um, yeah, the amount of data, fucking resale, all that bullshit. It's like we yeah. talked about with Oculus last episode. Yep. It's, uh, it's tough. It's... It's all these big corporations getting their their greedy paws all over your info. Yep, that's and how it buddy. be. That's how it be.
Um, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I've been looking at this topic on our list for a while. Satisfactory? Can you talk about I that? I was just I about know. to bring it up. I want to know about that. I've heard so much about it. I was but... just about to bring it up. Okay. Because that's what I was going to move on to. Yeah. I just say, because I don't play a lot of video games. I make that known. I don't play a ton of games. I have no. a very fancy computer, but I rarely use it to play games. However, I did buy a game recently called Satisfactory. It's in early access. Um, have you ever played Factorio? Um, or like seen Factorio I think gameplay? I've seen it. It's like basically like a top-down game. You make a factory. It's all about automation and all that. Mm-hmm. Satisfactory is like that, but a three D first-person experience. Yeah. So it almost, in a way, reminds me of Subnautica. Yeah. But like on land and not like story-driven and, and stuff. Yeah. It's so it's sandboxy kind of where you yeah, design your and you just build a big factory and mm-hmm. you and there's a lot of like math involved and there's a lot of like well you don't have to do the math per se but you can there's a lot of like just breaking down your factory and making a new one and i bring this up specifically cuz it's not specifically it's, it's not particularly new but it's the first game in a long time that i've played that's kept my attention for hours at a time really Hours at a time. Which I, is unusual, yeah. I bought the game, uh, like, a week ago, maybe, and I have, like, 12 or 13 hours already. Wow. Which is rare for me. Yeah. Like. Yeah, that is pretty good. That's the most I've played any game in. Probably since, like, The Witcher 3. Yeah, like, a long time, actually. Since I played Factorio, <laughs> actually. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, well, that's good. I, I've always thought about trying one of those games because I've always seen them. It's fun, and you think you're doing a really good job until you look at, like, stuff that people in the community make. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. Yeah. This is great. Well, it's like Minecraft. You, yeah. You know, you know, on Minecraft, you build up, like, a base, and you're like, wow, this is... I am proud of myself. I am. And amazing. then you go on like, man, I wonder what people on the on Reddit are doing, people on Twitter are doing, whatever. Oh, it's way better than what I made. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Shit. Like I don't know, but there's something about those types of games, like the Factorial community and the Satisfactory community, that just like attracts a strong autism almost yeah where it's like people are like i must have 100 percent efficiency in my factory it must be 100 percent efficient i must make this many resources every second huh which is yeah. like i don't you know i don't have the brain power for that frankly <laughs> yeah yeah true that is, yeah there's like those diehard people with it yeah well it's like the civilization games people get like that with that too I don't, oh yeah i can't play those i can't at all I don't have the patience for that shit. I, I've i played a couple games of Civ. Never saw to the end of them. Because um, I remember I was like, man, maybe, I, maybe I'll try RTS games. Maybe those are, will be my thing. I'm like, man, they're really not. Um, the, uh, yeah, I've played Civ 5 a handful of times. It's just... I want a game that has, like, almost constant gratification. 
and yeah. satisfactory minecraft factorio um what's the other one i was playing uh autonauts maybe autonauts yeah that's another good one where you're constantly making upgrades to the things you have you know um that's why i like games like that whereas like with civ it's like you have that same progression but it feels like it doesn't feel like you're doing anything because you just click a button and wait 27 turns yeah and the turns are just like oh i'm gonna move this unit two spaces i'm gonna move this unit two spaces and the rest of my units are gonna stay or this unit is being attacked so i have to attack this uh these barbarians like, it's just so slow, and it's so sluggish, and I just don't have the patience for it. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm actually really happy you brought up RTS games, because, which for those who don't know, real-time strategy. Um, People love them, too. Well, my brother's into them, and I've always, I have tried. I tried one of the, I forget which one, but an older Civ game. I've tried XCOM, I've tried XCOM 2. Can't get into them. The only RTS game that has ever piqued my attention when I saw it, it was Gears Tactics, and I yep. held off from buying it forever. But I got Game Pass. Oh, okay. I ended up getting Game Pass. Um, for those who don't know, it's Microsoft subscription service. You basically get all first-party games, a um, bunch of other like third-party games that kind of are in rotation. You get to just install them, play them. It's a monthly subscription. So I was, I was contemplating Game Pass. Um, the same brother I had mentioned had just told me how he got Game Pass and, like, Doom Eternal's on there. Like, there's some good stuff, especially with the whole uh, Zenimats bio. You're getting all the Bethesda stuff. Oh, yep, yep. So I was like, okay, okay, I can uh, I can get behind this. So I looked, and they have Game Pass for PC. They have Game Pass for Xbox. And the, there wasn't too many deviations there, so I was like, okay, this is this is acceptable. I don't feel like I'm getting gypped. So I paid a dollar for the first month. Oh, okay. Um, as, a, as a deal. What's the normal price? Ten bucks. Okay, because I'm thinking, because, uh, um, what's the PlayStation thing? PS Now? Now, it's 20. It's 20 bucks a month? It was when I had it, yeah. Okay. So, I would say Game and Pass is probably is also like much streaming. better yeah, deal. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no, Game Pass? just get that instead. Yeah. Um, I never thought I would vouch for a Microsoft product, but just get that. So, sure enough, Gears Tactics is on there, and let me tell you, fantastic game really gears tactics awesome story awesome visuals the rts super fun like the it literally feels like i'm playing gears of war as like a, i i want to say a top-down twin stitch shooter but it's not because it's, it's rts so it's not fast paced like that but basically it's like you have your four units you might have to control two points for like a side mission so what you do is you you split up your two units maybe you take a a sniper for one you take um, one of your machine gunners for the other, and then you have a sniper and a machine gunner. The sniper's on a perch doing overlook where they wait for like an enemy to move within a certain vicinity, and then they take a shot. You've got your main guy down low kind of just aiming about, defending the position, and it's just super satisfying. It has all the gear stuff. It has the Lancer chainsaw, the retro Lancer knife, um, executions, grenades. Like, oh, no it has shit. all the gear stuff. The, um... I... I... Sorry, something confused me, uh, but I'll bring up two things, because uh, we're talking about RTS-type games. The only one I would really consider buying again, um, or sorry, the only other one I would consider buying and playing is uh, Mountain Blade 2 
um, Bannerlord. Because essentially it's part RTS, part FPS almost. Yeah. Where it's like you assemble your units in an RTS style gameplay and then during the battle, you're the guy that you set up. Which is friggin' awesome. Yeah, that's By the true. Way. I should actually try that game, honestly. That's I would one, try right? it, but it's, yeah, it's 50 bucks. And so I, I can't really justify buying it. But the thing that confused me, because I was trying to look at the Steam store page, um, there's awards on Steam now. Like, for reviews, you can give it an award huh. that costs Steam tokens. And you get Steam tokens for, um, you get Steam points for buying games. games yeah. That's part of their new point system, then, yeah. Yeah, 100 points is uh, for every dollar you spend. I have 12,000 points. Yeah, I had a shit ton, too, because it, it pays you for all the games you had. Like, why do I want to give... Right, I'm already very much not a fan of, like, Reddit awards. Yeah. Why would I give a Steam review an award? Yeah, I mean, I don't really see it. I, I think... think if someone can give you, like, a really good like review yeah i mean maybe if you could comment on it and say something but i'm not gonna give them points i'm not gonna give you my steam points buddy i spent my hard-earned dollar on that yeah buddy all right pal but um what were you looking at mountain blade or gears tactics uh, i was looking at banner lord oh yeah because yeah. but and i just confused the shit out of me so I was like, do you have to pay for these? But then it told me to sign in, and if I signed in, it was going to ping my phone. So then I just looked at it on my phone. Yeah. Um, but it, it definitely confused me. It was... Yeah. Um, but Gears Tactics is, like, freaking awesome, dude. Honestly, it's, like, I, I've been playing it for a lot. And I'm not someone who likes RTS, but I was, like, actually playing it. I, I got it, I think, Wednesday. Probably got about six hours in it already. Oh, really? Maybe, like, five. Yeah, it's super fun. But I also played, like... Shadow Warrior 2, for example. Another game that I've had on my Steam wish list because both Gears Tactics and Shadow Warrior 2 were there. Um, but I just never I never found the justification to buy. It's like, you know, it's just one of those things. I didn't want to spend the money on it at the time. Yeah. But now, I paid this dollar. Obviously, it's $10 after, but I downloaded it. There's no limit. You can download all the games that are on Game Pass. Oh, no shit. So it's not and like as long get, as you have the subscription, you, you have you It's have not like games. you get like a 10-hour playtime. No. I played Shadow Warrior for about like two, two and a half hours, maybe three. So super fun as well. You're telling me you're paying less money than PS Now, and you get to download the games instead of streaming them. Yes, that's pretty good. So actually. like Gears Tactics, I again, just, I, I just it. I I never thought I'd see the day where I'm endorsing a Microsoft product. Yeah, I no, I would say this is cool. a deal. It Go is for sweet. It. Um, the only thing I'm I'm still. I'm going to keep Game Pass. I already know that based off my experience so far. I'm going to keep it for a little bit. I'm concerned about the way they rotate games because they do put new games in, take old ones out. Um, depending if they start taking out major games and putting in like shit ones, we'll see. That hasn't been the case so far, though. They've, they've put in some pretty good games and taken out games that are older. and yeah. So they're doing a really good job with Game Pass, and I, I highly recommend it. And you get your first month for $1. Nice. I would certainly recommend it. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, seriously, try out Game Pass. Highly recommend. Super cool. It's, uh, it's funny you mentioned Shadow Warrior. I uh, I bought the first one. I didn't buy the first one. I got the first one for free uh, the, a few it, years ago. It's the, like, the modern reboot version, Yeah, that's right? what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, that one was I had the awesome. free a while ago, and it's ridiculous like, <laughs> in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, it's super funny. Dude. It's super Wang. cartoonish. 
it, yeah. it's it's super cartoonish and I like it. Um, I'm sure it, three is coming out. I'm sure it has a story. Didn't pay attention to it. Same. I was like, yeah, yeah, this is cool. Well, it's kind of like Doom. Doom Doom is a bit more serious, like a lot more serious. But it's kind of like Doom, where in most cases you're playing it for like the over the top, the ridiculous kills so like, and yeah. whatnot. Shadow Warrior One, I didn't pay jack shit attention. Yeah, like Shadow Warrior Two, like didn't pay running up to a demon and ripping his jaw open. Yeah. Or like with Shadow Warrior Two, like cutting a guy in half Make, with a katana. Making a demon your personal flashlight. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um. Yeah, Shadow Warrior 3 is coming out in 2021 as well. So, Yo. that was something I was interested for. Um, in, rather. And Shadow Warrior 2 is honestly, like, top tier. It's awesome. It does some things that are weird, where it kind of, like, it does that thing where you have, like, a hub world, almost. But it's also because the game introduced co-op. Unfortunately, oddly enough, only local co-op. Kind of weird. But also kind of cool. What fucking year is it? Only local co-op? At least, at least, that's what I've seen in the reviews people complaining about. I haven't actually even checked, because I don't have friends. Um, but, yeah, it's it's cool, honestly. Shadow Warrior 2 is really cool. Game Pass, really cool. I'm hoping it stays good, because I am more than happy paying 10 bucks a month. Especially because you get those first-party Xbox games, too. Like, dude, Halo Infinite's going to be on there. Not like, bad. That's, that's pretty sick, that that will be there. Any other Xbox games that come out will be there. Like, that's, that's cool. That's awesome. Can't complain about that. So. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? What's that? Zen 3. Wow, Zen we're really 3. bad at our jobs. We are terrible at our jobs. Um, That came out, like, a two days ago or something. As of recording, yes. Yeah. Either you're probably listening to this be like, that's old news. No, the 50, uh, 5900X, they skipped a generation for some reason. They went um, from 3900X to 5900X. They said it was to, I, I did read something about that. They said it was to make sure there was a clear difference between Zen 2 and Zen 3. That was the thing. So, hang on. You're telling me that they did the Zen architecture with the, like, 1900X, that type. And... They did Zen Plus, and then did Zen 2 for the third gen, and didn't have this issue, and then went to Zen 3 and went to 5? <laughs> yeah. Why didn't they just, like, more people care about the name of the product, I feel, rather than the code name of the architecture that's behind it, you know? Yeah. Like, um... So you could have just said, these are the 4,000 series chips, and we're just bumping to Zen 4. Just so true. it lines up. Yeah, true. Which, it just makes more sense. Yeah. Personally, I think. So, now Zen 3 is the 5,000 series. So now Zen 4 is going to be... 7,000. <laughs> 6,000, 7,000. 6,000. But then you're going to get confused, because the new GPUs are the 6,000 series. Yeah. You're, so now you're going to have, like, oh, I just bought a, uh, a 5900X. Or, sorry, no, next generation. You'll be like, I just bought a 6900X. You'll be like, that's old. That's just an old GPU. What did you buy that for? Because the new one is called the 6900X. New yeah. GPU. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah. 
honestly. That's a good point. But um, I, I honestly don't know too much about it, but it, they're looking looks pretty good. I'm looking at that Ryzen 5 5600 that's for $300. Synth core, 12 dead, 3.7, 12 dead, 12 thread, 3.7 gigahertz boost. Synth core, 12 studs. Um, and it looks, uh, looks like a pretty good, uh, pretty good CPU to be honest for the price. Um, I'm just thinking about my, my fucking i9. I paid so much for that. Yeah, truthfully, like, and I did check it. It still used the AM4 socket, which is pretty cool. So, you so can, you can just I could just do a BIOS update and just uh, boop, boop, in a new 5900X if I wanted to. I don't really have a reason to. No. But I could. And then they have the 5950X for $800. That's which the, the big old daddy. I can't justify having a 16-core machine, like, behemoth in my main computer mm -hmm. i say that when within uh eye shot of my vision right now is my workstation computer i bought that's 24 core dual cpu uh it's two 12 cores not two 24 cores i should say yeah hmm. so yeah that's a good point but uh the Ryzen stuff seems cool. Personally, I'm a little more excited for the GPU stuff. I'm excited for that because I want to see what their response to, like, the 3080 and the 3070 is. Um, just because, like, that was such a, an overhyped launch. And I didn't say they... Uh, I'm not saying they didn't deliver. It's just that they didn't deliver in the way that people were expecting. Yeah. Um. They still delivered a solid upgrade, and more so than I I think almost any other generation of graphics cards since the whole Moore's Law thing petered out. Um. Mm -hmm. They delivered such a good generational gap, uh, but it wasn't what everyone was expecting. I think. Yeah. Uh. Well, so I want to see what their new GPUs are going to be. I the thing with me being. Most well, not even most of it, like almost entirely into PCs for gaming. Like, the performance difference between a Zen 2 and Zen 3 isn't gonna necessarily crush with the next game, you know, for the for the processor. It's not gonna like give you 50 frames more and like you know, crush performance. But what will is that next gen GPU, yeah, that's true. You have to also consider how much how much your GPU, how big of a role that plays in how your games run and work. Yeah. And I'm not saying that your CPU plays a little role, but a much, much less significant role than the GPU does. Yeah. Your CPU having a good, fast CPU, you can get away with four cores still. Yeah. You know? You don't need a 12-core, a 16-core monster to run video games, right? Most games are still single-threaded, right? <laughs> like, it's rare that games take advantage of all your threads. Or, it benefits to have less higher-clocked cores than it does to have many lower-clocked cores. That's why no one's out there buying, you know, you know, twin Xeons for gaming. Yeah, because you get really, what, a ton of cores really you low get, clocked, right? You know, you can get a 60, I don't think they have 64 cores, they have that in the Epic, but 
um, you can get like a, you know, like a 24 core or something, but it's going to be like 2.6 gigahertz or something. Yeah. Because it's meant to just have threads rather than speed per thread. Hmm. Yeah, that that makes sense. Um. Yeah, like I said, I mean, the whole AMD thing, I'm more interested in Comet Lake, which is the new Intel uh, lineup of CPUs, just because they've been getting shafted for a while now that they have to have some sort of rebuttal. Yeah. That's what interests me. AMD, we, all right, we get it. They're, they're fucking up the lab, uh, the CPU uh, market right now. They're they're on top. But I know I, I want to see what Intel has. I want to see what Ryzen, or AMD rather, has for GPUs because they've also have been getting uh, stuffed by NVIDIA. Like, so. in a way, I feel like because of this takeover of the CPU market that AMD has done, um, they have the room to go against NVIDIA now because NVIDIA, for a while, their only competition was AMD and they weren't doing as good of a job as them. Yeah. Um, same with Intel. And now AMD has to fight a war on both fronts. But if AMD does both of these very well, both NVIDIA and Intel are going to be in big trouble, I think. Yeah. Because now people are going to have all AMD computers. And now instead of your money going to Intel and NVIDIA, it just goes to AMD and they can make better and better stuff. Yeah, uh, going forward, yeah. So I just really hope that the, these new uh, 6,000 graphics cards are going to be good. Yeah, I hope so for sure. And honestly, hopefully um, their biggest thing is they have more stock than if they're, NVIDIA. If they're cheaper in stock and on par with the 3080, I'll, I'll, I'll buy one. Easy. For what? For the two games you play? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Oh, shit. What? I was just playing with this thing and I broke it. What is it? It's a little carrier case oh, for the for CPUs. CPU. <laughs> I bought... Uh, I just broke it. Uh, yeah. I mean, Zen 3, cool. I mean, I'm not trying to say it's bad or anything. It's just not necessarily the most interesting. I do have to say, shout out to AMD. I don't know if you saw their performance charts where they compared it to, uh, t I think it was a 10900 XZ for uh, i9. Okay. Um, and it shows, like, all the games, and it's, like, plus 2% performance, plus 12% performance, and then it gets to Battlefield Five and it says minus 3% performance, stating that Ryzen chips, that Ryzen chip isn't as powerful for Battlefield Five. Proud of them for that. Proud of them for owning up the fact that they were beat out in one, one Which game. I think is... <laughs> the chart just appeared. Huh. That's Which funny. I think is interesting, um, one that they show their down, that, like their faults almost, um, and two because they tested Battlefield Five. Who plays Battlefield Five? <laughs> Very true. It's twenty twenty. Who's playing Battlefield Five? Um, but I, I think Nvidia could learn a lot uh, in that department because. Have you ever seen the graphs and the charts that NVIDIA puts out when they release a new thing? Yeah, they it's, don't it's mean horrible. anything. Like, you can look at the chart and one bar is way bigger than the other, but they don't give any sense of scale. They don't give any numbers. It just says 3080, big bar, 2080, little bar. Yeah. Like, it's twice as powerful as the, tw 30, as the 2080. In what? In what workload? Please tell me. 
Give me a number. Give me a baseline. Give me what you tested. Give me something, please. Yeah. So, according to the chart, ready? They have multiple charts comparing AMD to AMD. They have multiple charts comparing AMD to Intel. So, they have this one. It's AMD Ryzen 9 3900XT versus Ryzen 9 5900X. Battlefield 5 Direct, that's 12 plus 5% performance. Now, you go over to the one that's comparing a Core 9 10900K to Ryzen 9 5900X, and it says Battlefield 5 Direct, that's 12 minus 3% performance. So, they're at least honest about it. And even, like, Total War... Three Kingdoms, plus 1%. You know. And they gave numbers. Like, it, honestly, the chart, you know what the chart really shows? In truth, AMD Zen 3 looks like it, it, it's good over Zen 2. Um, compared to 10th Gen Intel, or at least the, the i9, uh, 10900K, also very good. Certain things, not so good. Certain things, good. Well, you said it's it's... Practically, you get same performance, plus or minus 5%. Yeah. Essentially. Um, and either CPU is going to be strong enough within its own market, basically. within. But if you yeah. take it... But the, the advantage that AMD has is the cores, obviously. So if you're taking your Intel chip out of its comfort zone, you need, for some reason, more than the 16 threads that your 10900K has. Mm-hmm. Or it might be 20. Uh, it's 10 and 20 threads, yeah. Okay. Because what if I was you just need looking the, the, the extra four threads, you know, uh, 3900X is your man. So I'm looking at the prices, and interestingly enough, yeah, like you said about the core counts, but, like, the, the 10900 is actually cheaper. Huh. Oh, no shit. Yeah, it says 10900K is 488 to 472, and a 5900X is 550. Um, which I saw another thing in this article here. It's from Tom's Hardware. Um where they said AMD admits that they are now the more pricey one, but they give more performance per dollar than Intel, which is probably true. Yeah. Yeah, and still, um, uh, in, in my opinion, too, is you could still get away with the 3900X if you were going to have 5900X, and that's 439. Yeah. So... I don't know. It's it's either way. Like, I know Intel, uh, sorry, AMD isn't necessarily the budget brand now, especially with their high end CPUs. But those things rip. Well, I was also gonna say, like, five hundred dollars for a monsters. CPU is like the performance you can get out of a five hundred dollars CPU. Like, it's not budget, but they also do have that new, uh, the Ryzen five fifty six hundred X for three hundred bucks. Six cores, twelve thread, three point seven, boosted up to four point six. I mean, don't seem like too bad of a deal to me. Sixty five watt TDP. Yeah, they are the the CPUs they do make are friggin' monsters though. Yeah. And wait for you when they go on sale, you can find them cheaper than the Intel ones. Um, it's no longer a matter of price; it's just a matter of performance per dollar, like AMD said. Is yeah. especially if you're doing multi-threaded stuff. Like, rendering video on my 3900X, 15-minute videos take a minute and a half to render. Like, wow. it, it just, it, lo- it locks all 24 threads at 100% for, like, a minute and a half, and it's done. Yeah. It's it's genuinely impressive. Yeah, certainly. So, if you're doing multi-threaded business like that, you know. Yeah. So, honestly, 
That's all I got in me. Um, Zen 3 seems pretty good. I'm excited for RDN 8 too. I am too. I want to see what. And even like I said, Comet Lake. Comet Lake. I want to see what they. I want to see what those things offer. Um, and you did bring up a good point. It's like it doesn't really make sense for me to upgrade a GPU. Um, just because it's a big money sink for a hobby that I don't really participate in very much. Well, and it's also like the performance. Like if if RDNA two came out somehow and was like, "Yep, we are five fifty and we have eighty percent more performance over this," and it's actually eighty percent more performance, that's worth it. Now, if you're getting like fifty percent more performance, like, do you really need it? Or like it's we like, talked about, are you pushing four K? No, you're sticking with fourteen forty p. I'm doing fourteen forty, and the only I can tell you this. The only game that I care about running very well is Cyberpunk. Let me guess. Yep, Cyberpunk 2077. Cyberpunk. Other than that, all the games that I play run fine. Yep. I don't play any super stressful games. Even the only one I really have issue with is Red Dead 2. Well, yeah, I feel like a lot of that comes to poor optimization. I think so, because the game 2080 Super... Um, and you can't really get it working under Linux, so I boot into Windows to do this. But 2080 Super, a mix of high and ultra settings. Sometimes I have to bump certain ones down to medium. I can push 60 to 80 frames, but like I found myself very disappointed with the frame rate I ended up getting. Yeah. Well, my RTX 2070. Because um, my 1080 struggled to run that game. Really? Like, I remember... On, like, medium settings, I would get, like, 40 to 50 FPS. Well, that's what I was going to say. My 2070 Super, I would, uh, I have the and, i9. And I've been spoiled. I've been spoiled by 60 FPS all this time that I'm like, what? My game's not running right. <laughs> I, uh, I would run it at medium high 60. So, you know, I was, I was disappointed too. When I, when I was just playing it on my PS4 at 30, which is, like, technically, like, low settings, I don't know. I just, I think I had my anticipation a little too high yeah and i it's was like just, yeah i'm gonna run it ultra 144 baby and i not even close. and it's just the game is there's a lot going on in the yeah. game um and the the ps4 had trouble with that game i don't know if you played on the pro or whatever i played on stock at the time yeah i played on a launch ps4 and uh you had its lag spikes and it didn't run at a great frame rate to begin with. And the PS4 screamed while I was running it. <laughs> I don't know. You said that you didn't have a lot of issues with your original PS4. Because I have one and running games on it, it is. it sounds like uh, like if you put the, put like a hair dryer on the max setting. That's what yeah. it sounds like. See, that's the thing. Like I know that I'm not – I know that I'm wrong. And I'm just lucky somehow because everybody says that. And there's no way that, like, I'm the, like uh, in a big group of people that don't have that problem. Like, I I'm just somehow don't have that issue. Like, I had, I believe it's the CH1000 model PS4. It was, like, one of the launch models. I had that thing for, like, two years. The fan never sounded any louder than, like, a fucking desktop fan. No shit. And then they everyone I hear, it's crazy loud. Oh, mine was super loud. They, yeah. uh... They probably took yours in the factory and put a knock to a fan in there. Yeah. And went, this guy's going to like his PS4. Yeah. Um, but then I have, like, my PS4 Pro, and I still remember reading the article when The Last of Us 2 was coming out where they were like, PS4 Pro fans scream on The Last of Us 2. Dude, I had the fucking game. It was, it was literally perfectly fine. Like, the fans were very quiet. 
Yeah, play I don't with remember. Headphones, you schmuck. Even, well, I that's how I got around the noise. I yeah. played with closed back headphones. Um, my uh, I don't think before that that I've had a, any other loud consoles really. Yeah. Like my 360 wasn't very loud. My Wii wasn't very loud. The only time it got loud was when I would run Skyrim and it would load the game. The disc would spin so yeah, fast. Yeah, it would, I used to hate that sound. Man. It'd be like, it would, um, yeah, it would ramp up quick. I hate the sound of CDs being read. <laughs> I hate it. It's like, <laughs> it would go, and it would just go, and it would just sit there while it loaded the game and read from the disc. And, um, yeah, there was a lot. There well, was I, lot played, I played Red Dead 2 on disc. But my, I did too. Yeah. Um they my did the same thing. The PS4 was loud as shit. The Switch is kind of noisy. Noisy enough for you the, to notice the Switch it, gets but noisy not when obnoxious. You're really it. Like when I played The Witcher 3 on the Switch, it was you would hear it on. When I played Breath of the Wild, it was enough for you to notice that something was happening, but like not enough to immediately notice, oh this is fans. Yeah. I remember it happened a couple times where the fan was on. I was like, what the hell is that? And I was like, oh, it's the Switch. It's yelling. Because yeah. it's, it's just loud enough to be kind of annoying if you don't have headphones on. Yeah. Yeah, very true. That's definitely a good way to put it. Well, yeah. Now that we've been less bad at our job and only talked about Zen 3 like three weeks late, it's okay. We're good at our jobs. Uh, sure. Sure. If you want to put it that way. Hey, and, uh, yeah. Tune into the Halloween episode. Don't forget. Halloween episode. It's it's going to be big. It's going to be huge, even. It is not my say. penis. Yeah, because that would be small. Micro. Femto, even. I, I, I don't know any other ones. Whatever is before Femto. <laughs> Micro Femto. Yeah. Non-existent yeah. is my point. Plonk length. <laughs> I'm tired. Um, I also have a wireless mouse waiting for me at home. Mouse. I'm gonna love that mouse with my whole penis. Okay. How's uh? <laughs> how's uh? How's your girlfriend gonna feel about that? She don't have to know. <laughs> okay. Unless she listens to this. I actually told her today that she needs to. She needs to get into listening to podcasts, but she's always complaining that she has, like, no videos to watch, and she, like... Listen to our show. Out. She bitched me out about how she doesn't like podcasts. Listen to our show. It's probably... She is the least supportive person. Man, what a bitch. She... <laughs> listen to our show, man. It's the best podcast on the internet. I'm not even going to say probably. It is the best podcast ever it is, created. It is most certainly the best podcast ever created. And no, she, she is supportive. And I'm not and I'm not biased in that statement. It's just objectively true. Even Chunk thinks it. Right, Chunk? Yeah. He's curled up in such a way that I can't see any of his limbs. Not even his head. <laughs> he just kind of looks like a potato. He just... Yeah, he's like a... He's like a... It is like a little cocoon. He just looks like a, like a striped sausage. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Tune in for the Halloween episode. It might be uh, tune into that because it might be uh produced and made in Jordan's apartment, which would be weird because we normally record in my uh, uh my, not my apartment, my house. Yeah. So. His basement. Yeah. Yeah, so my cat won't bother us. 
No, it'll be my but 20 Oscar pound will. cat. Yeah, he'll crush us. Yeah. So anyway, that's 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 the that's the show for today, I we're, guess. We're tired as fuck. I um had a lot of caffeine before the two episodes and it's it's uh gone. You know how you run into like a caffeine crash? Yeah. That a stock market crash? Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling like the stock market in 1929 right now. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Fuck. Alright, tune in. Tune it's in. Uh, remember, the episode will not be uploaded Wednesday. It'll be Saturday, the 31st. Yes. That way when you're doing social social distancing. Yeah, you have to do like a weird social distancing thing for Halloween now. Yeah. You'll, uh, um, because I I feel like it's probably a bad idea to um, walk around from stranger to stranger's house uh, during a pandemic, but that's not on me. I'm not going to be trick-or-treating. That's just for you and your kids, I guess. Um, yeah. So, you know, do all the normal uh, business, but we'll be, we'll be uh, hanging out. Um, yeah. Not social distancing, because we've not been social distancing, at least between the two of us, for ten weeks now, and neither of us have gotten sick. Actually, at, so. this, at this recording, 11. This is the 11th installment. Oh, sorry, the ele- and for 11 weeks in a row, and, and neither of us have gotten sick. So. I don't feel so good, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us are not insane. You just hear beeping in the background. That's my life support. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Jordan? Yeah, you know the, the old Metal Gear thing? Snake? Snake? Snake! Snake! <laughs> just me. You're just like, alright, rounding us out now. Man, I'm dead. You didn't contact us that. I'm like, Oh, All right, shit. so that's, 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 that's the, 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 uh, the that's end the of show. this one. That's the yeah. end of this one. So, uh, you do all the, I don't have to rattle off all the, the, the business, just links, description, Spotify, RSS, do whatever you got to do Proton with that. Proton mail, email, send us uh, some stuff. Email us comments, questions, concerns, death threats, synapsemisfire.pm.me, and they will be read on the show. Yes, sir. Okay, you can leave now. That, that's I'm your... talking to you, Jordan. You uh, can get out. Oh. Uh. I'm finishing this episode by myself. Alright, fine. Bye, guys. Alright, now you guys leave, too.